Welcome to episode 16 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm Average Boy, but my close friends call me Bob Smiley because, well, well, because that's my name. And doing comedy, that's my game. I can't believe you just said that, Bob. <laughs> I know, sorry. I, I saw the rhyme and snuck it in just in time. Oh, man. Well, it, it's hard to pass up a good rhyme or a fantastically frenzied fun alliteration. You really need to show more self-control with your use of awesome, amazing, awe-inspiring alliteration. Okay, fine. Uh, And I'm actually glad you brought that up. Alliteration? No, self-control, because that's the theme for today's podcast, and it's one of the fruits of the Spirit. Is this where you tell me I need to eat more fruits and vegetables? Uh, No, uh, but you do. Green Skittles are not a vegetable. Uh, But I'm talking about the fruits of the Spirit. In Galatians 5, verses 22 to 23, it says, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It's these characteristics that other people should see in us when we're living for God. Yeah. When other kids see you being kind or having joy or showing patience, they recognize that you're different, that you love God. If you're angry, impatient, or mean, it's important to check yourself. Hey, that reminds me of a chess tournament I hosted at my house last week. You play chess? I don't just play chess. I'm a master. My dad taught me how to play because he thought it would teach me how to be patient, think ahead, make a plan, show self-control. I basically just wanted to learn because I like those castle things, and the bishops, they look like Muppets. I, I, I never thought about that, uh, but right, I think you are. <laughs> Wait a minute, was that your imitation of a Muppet? Uh, yes. I think you should stick with writing. (laughs) You can imitate someone if you're just writing, right? Uh, Anyway, back to my chess tournament. I invited Billy, Clint, and Trent to play. We had two games going at the same time. I quickly used my power of encouragement to let Trent beat me. Oh, nice. Okay, he's just really good. Plus, I kept getting distracted because those bishops really do look like Muppets. My next game was against Clint. He had actually lost to Billy. Okay, so the winners played each other, and the losers played each other. Jesse, did you just call me a loser? Uh, wait, let me rephrase that. So so the winners played each other, and the non-winners faced off against each other. That's so much better. Okay, Okay. yes. And I quickly found out that I was better than Clint in chess. After just four moves, I took his castle thingy with my Muppet, or, or my bishop. Well, Clint was not happy about that at all. He actually shouted at me. He said... That's not fair. I didn't mean to leave my castle open by moving my pawn. Let's start over. Well, I like being kind, but chess has rules. If you take your hand off a piece after you move it, your turn is over. That's your move. It's, it's just done. But if you leave your hand on the piece, then you can take it back and move somewhere else. Ooh, uh, that, that's a good rule. You know, I kind of wish basketball had that same rule. You know, I could dribble down the court with my hand on my head, and then if somebody stole the ball, I could say, hey, My hand is still on my head, you know, and, uh, well, that's not what I wanted to do, so give me the ball back. Uh, What do you think, Bob? I I think you're hanging out with me too much, actually. Maybe, yeah. Anyway, when I explained the rule and told him that we weren't starting over, Clint got really mad. He actually shouted, I quit. Then he decided to quit for everyone. 
by throwing both boards into the air. Chess pieces flew everywhere. There were Muppets all over the place. But Trent managed to keep his hand on his queen. He's so good at chess. He is. Yeah, Trent said, my hand's still on it, so it's still my move. Everybody laughed. Well, everybody laughed except for Clint. Uh, he just pulled a couple of chess pieces out of his hair, and then he just ran out of the room. My friend Billy is pretty funny, so he said, Clint should probably lay off the hair gel, and being a bad sport as well. Yeah, I agree with Billy. Yeah, when a Muppet sticks to your head, I mean, I mean a bishop sticks to your head, now, that means you've got way too much hair gel going. Uh, but his point about sportsmanship is good, too. You know, by getting mad, Clint ruined everyone's fun. Yeah, and we couldn't find all the chess pieces, so we had to stop playing altogether. You know, maybe one is still stuck in Clint's hair. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, you, but really, it's a bummer about his lack of self-control and how that messed up your tournament. The Bible talks a lot about the problem of anger. You know, being upset when somebody doesn't treat you right or if things don't go your way is natural. But in Ephesians 4, verse 26, the Apostle Paul writes, Be angry, but do not sin. You know, that means anger is not wrong. Sin is. Controlling your anger is key. It's like your anger is a balloon, and if you fill up too quickly or you get too full, you can just blow up. Mm. And that usually shows up by yelling or acting violently, um, you know, like, like throwing a chessboard. Instead, you need to find good ways to express your angry feelings and slowly let some of the air out of that balloon. I like just letting go of the balloon and watching it fly all around the place, making that <laughs> sound. It, it actually sounds like my dad after a big meal. Okay. Uh, another good way of getting rid of anger is by removing yourself from a situation, calling a sort of timeout on yourself to calm down. Oh, I know all about timeouts. You know, you can also try to put your feelings into words, like talking with your mom and dad can help. I know I sometimes need to do that when I get mad at my brother. There's just something about my brother that makes me mad. Uh, is it the way he puts butter on your toothbrush or, or when he fills your shoes with sand? That could definitely be it, although it took me a week before I found his butter trick. Anyway, we both tend to get on each other's nerves. That's why my dad encouraged us to memorize Proverbs chapter 29, verse 11. That says, foolish people let their anger run wild, but wise people keep themselves under control. Ooh, you see how it all comes back to self-control? That's one characteristic that definitely shows when we're following God. But I got to ask, Bob, did you ever find all the chess pieces? No, we're still missing one piece. Uh, wait, what's that in your hair? Oh, okay. Oh, we're all good. Okay. Oh, that's great. Anyway, we can do a lot of things that go directly against the fruits of the Spirit, and that's the theme of today's calling question from Nathaniel and Jonathan. Why are people so greedy from Nathaniel and Jonathan? Ah, that's a great question. You know, the Bible talks a lot about greed. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10 says that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And Proverbs 28, 25 says, a greedy man stirs up strife. But greed goes beyond money. Dad says greedy people are selfish people. I first thought he said shellfish people, but... I know kids that are greedy, and they don't like seafood at all. But Dad is right. Selfish people put themselves and their needs first. They want it all for themselves, whether it's money or toys or even the last cookie. So in some ways, the fruit of the Spirit are the opposite of greed. So instead of wanting everything for ourselves, we want to show kindness and sharing. Instead of hoarding toys and not giving to the less fortunate, we have faith in God's goodness and we give our things away. You know, there's no room for greed when you're living for Christ. Maybe that's why people are so greedy. Not many people live for Christ. They live for themselves. Well, 
That's true, and it's kind of sad, Bob. But Nathaniel and Jonathan, you know, we hope that answers your question. It's not an easy question because ultimately it comes down to sin. And everyone is born sinful. So unless we believe in Jesus, pray for his forgiveness, and follow his teaching and will for our lives, we're bound to be greedy. And even when we do follow Christ, it's hard to break out of making selfish decisions. Like, I usually reach for the last cookie, even if I know my brother wants it. You know, I always eat the last cookie, but that's because my wife has to eat gluten-free. Ugh, I don't, I don't eat glue either. Well, not anymore. Uh, that, that's not what gluten is, Bob. Uh, yeah, I was just trying to relate. Well, we're, we're all related in the kingdom of God, that is. And, and that's a good thought to end on. So I think that's all for today's official Average Boy podcast uh, presentation. Wait, wait, uh, Bob, what? I think you're forgetting something there. Oh, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. I promise. What about my joke? We can't disappoint the fans, and I have a couple really good ones. Oh, no. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean a couple, like, like more than zero? Yeah, like two. So here's the first joke. What do you call an angry teddy bear? Uh, a grizzly bear. No, but that's pretty good. Uh, it's, uh, you call an, an angry teddy bear furious. <laughs> you get it? Furious. <laughs> I, I get it, Jesse. I'm, I, I'm, I'm just laughing on the inside. Okay, okay. What about this one? What do clouds do when they're angry? They storm away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a pretty good one. I'm, I'm glad we actually took a little time for your jokes today. Um, plus, I didn't want to be greedy and get all the laughs for myself. Oh, well, thanks. And speaking of uh, pretty good, we had a pretty good podcast today talking about anger and the importance of self-control. In fact, at Clubhouse Magazine, we probably have kids send us more questions about dealing with their anger than any other topic. If you want to find out more about Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine so you can learn about how to handle your anger and live for God, or if you just want to read more of my adventures, go to averageboy.org for information. There's a box you can click on to sign up at the top of the page. You can also buy Average Boy's books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, books one and two at that site. Those books are filled with good advice, godly wisdom, and big laughs. And if you like today's podcast, please tell other family and friends to listen too. As always, if you have any questions for us about this podcast or about your faith, call us at one 465 6595 and leave a message. Just make sure to get your parents' permission before you call because we may use your question and your voice on a future podcast, just like we did with Nathaniel and Jonathan today. So thanks, guys. Now you can say it, Bob. That's all for today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse, telling you, don't be average. Be super average. He's average.